When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. Lori and Julia's show kicking off the week here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Holly and Lori. Shaletta has joined us. Shaletta has joined us, Donnie. Get a movie review. Well, there, listen, right? so I I ran into Shaletta at Super America months ago, right after my mother had a stroke. Right. And what do I get like the next day in the hospital? We get a bouquet from you. I oh, couldn't even believe it. Sweet. I mean, it was so sweet. I ran into her and her school bus of children. Shaletta used to work here on my talk. You had a show with Brian Lambert. I had a show with Brian mm-hmm. Lambert, my good friend, Kevin Berger. Yes. So, yeah, yes. I you, was all up and through here, girl. You were, and then you had 19 more children. I did. It's like the Brady <laughs> You moved away to Houston, and now you're back. I am. And so you, we talk, and you sent me something last week about this great person that I should interview or we should interview for... The Black Panther movie, and I'm like, uh-uh, I just want to talk to you. Okay. So you saw the movie. I was at the movie theater last night, and it every showing pretty much at the theater is the Black Panther. Yeah. It's unbelievable. The crowds still on Sunday night, all huge, 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 huge crowds. crowds. Mm-hmm. So tell us, you went on a date with your husband. I went on a date with my husband, my baby daddy. How long have you been excited to see this? Uh, probably since last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about it, said it was coming out. We started hearing whispers in the community about who was in. And, you know, they kind of kept everything hush-hush as far as the extended cast. Uh-huh. So you knew it was Chadwick. You knew it was, it was Lupita. You knew a, a couple of the main characters. But then you started seeing pictures of Angela Bassett. Yeah. Right. And Forrest Whitaker. And you were like, okay, this is going to be something special. And then you started seeing the costumes. And you started hearing about some of the people that you know. Uh, who have ties to Africa, who are working on the costumes. And then they had a whole cultural staff uh, from Africa who were working to make sure that it wasn't too cheesy or over the top Mm -hmm. and that it stayed true. And then you started hearing about the linguist from Africa who were teaching them real African dialects. So they're not just speaking gibberish. They're speaking a real African language. And so they all learned this language that they didn't know. And girl, so everybody was just so excited and so proud and so scared all at the same time. Are you a Marvel, Mm -hmm. like, are you a superhero movie gal at all? No, not at all. Okay, so why was this so important to you as an African-American? Because as a black woman, we don't grow up seeing superheroes. We don't grow up seeing strong images. And you and I have had this talk. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. before um the only thing the closest thing we had to a a, a sexy black woman was fair Fawcett. so we used to run around because she had a tan girl that was all <laughs> yeah that was all we could get we had to identify with fair oh, so. <laughs> so we would put you know white sheets on our head or big white towels and we would all pretend to be fair because we had nobody to pretend to be right and so you look at this movie and you think about your daughters and your nieces and yourself that you didn't have this growing up and so now you have 
two and a half hours of dozens of strong brown and black women to look up to. And that's going to do so much for girls. And then you see uh, Letitia's character and she's a scientist and she's inventing stuff and it's her lab and she's saving people and she's doing all this cool stuff with math and science. And you think this has got to inspire so many little mm-hmm. girls. Yes. And they're saying, and she plays Shuri. Right. Um, they were saying, I was watching someone, I can't remember who it was, talking on Access Hollywood this morning about his experience going with his family. Mm-hmm. And that there's no sex in it. Right. There's not serious violence, and he said eight-year-olds and up right. could probably go and yeah. get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it really, you can bring your young children right. to this. Yeah, right. and you Do you agree that with you, that? Yeah, you can. You can because um, anything that, that may be bad is outweighed by all the good. The family ties, the, you know, the perseverance, the uh, togetherness, the being on one accord, the making sure that, you know, you use your talents to help people. Um, You don't leave the others behind um, once you get to where you're going and you get established. Um, You know, just working through the odds of making it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times we see, you know, you know, movies and TV shows about African-Americans and it's about a struggle and they are poor or somebody plays basketball or somebody (laughs) plays football or somebody's dancing or singing and here is a whole nation full of rich people with so much to give and one of my favorite quotes was at the end of the movie when one of the people at the United Nations said well what does Wakanda have to offer the world and everybody started giggling and as an African-American a lot of times you know you want to give your talent and your time and people look at you and say but what do you have to give the world so much more than you could ever realize. Mm. Oh, did mm-hmm. you just have goosebumps? I mean, did you cry? I did. I'm getting, I'm talking, I mean. I did. I did. I cried when I saw Angela Bassett and her son because I have a son and preparing him, you know, to be great. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we see movies and nothing against straight out of Compton, but here's a woman preparing her son to be king. Yeah. Not because he's king of rap music or king of the stage or king of whatever. He's king because that's his birthright. You know what I mean? So that puts things in a whole different perspective. And that's why you see so many older African-Americans. It's like we've been waiting for something like this to come to show the world that we are royalty. Mm. You know, we're from royalty. And and a lot of times we turn our nose up at people from different countries. And we want to say this person is better. That person is better. And, you know, but this is, you know, a representation of the royalty of what African, African African-Americans have to offer the world. Oh, it just makes me want to cry that. It's taken so long. It it has. Yeah. Girl, it has. And I'm so glad my, my great grandmother was alive to see it. Wow. She, and so what did she think of the movie? She loves it. She fell asleep for a little bit, well, but then yeah. she woke back up. Yeah. And she <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay. You gotta take a cat nap sometimes take that cat nap, girl. In, in the middle of a movie. Is right. it long? It is. It's like two hours and twenty minutes. Oh but no! It so flies it's a, so by. it's epic. Yeah, it's, it's epic. epic storytelling. It, it's epic storytelling, but it's so much action and so much adventure, and you don't know what's happening next, and what's the connection to this person and that person, and look at these costumes, and oh my God, look so, at Angela Bassett. Yeah, and this oh. is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and going into this movie, he's a big Marvel. Oh, no, yeah, not really. Cool. Oh. Well, yours, you're. I know more about them probably than you do. Yes. Most that, so, being, that, being said, that being said, but just because there's a whole cinematic universe that's been created by Disney for a decade, mm-hmm. and and going to see Black Panther, it's even if you're not involved in those movies, did you enjoy this film experience, seeing Black Panther as a standalone cinematic experience? Like yeah. you didn't need to know a lot of the backstory. No, you I didn't, didn't know need to know anything any, about it. No, see, I don't, I don't either. Yeah, yeah so that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So. 
people can enjoy this movie whether or not you're into yeah, that Yeah, you don't have to go doing the research ahead yeah. of time. You just yeah. go in and you enjoy the story. You enjoy the characters. You enjoy the cast. You enjoy it. the yeah. costumes. Yeah. And it's so well written. And the cinema, cinematography is so good. And yes. it's just like they, they really spent money to mm-hmm. do it right. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not cheesy. It's did not you love over Chadwick? the top. Girl, I did. Did you see his Rolling Stone magazine cover? He's oh, yes, beautiful. I did. He has a mm. girl. I saw it yes, last posted. night, and I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I was <laughs> like, How do you? I put a. I put a, a, a you, note Daddy. up on his Twitter. I was like, How do you put something out like this on a Sunday? I went to church today. <laughs> <laughs> you got me sinning. I can't go to sleep after seeing this. That was just amazing. I love his career. I like his story. He's got a great story. Oh, he does. Yeah. He's a great actor. James mm-hmm. Brown and Thurgood Marshall mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, Jackie Robinson. I mean, he's done a lot. Yeah, he has. He's, he, yeah, and he went to Howard and, you know, yeah. he's smart. Yeah, yeah. So, which is really, which yeah. is really cool. Oh, if you're just joining us, this is Shletta with us. And she's telling us about her experience seeing Black Panther, which took in over $200 million. Wow. It's the largest opening of a movie in February ever. And I just think it'll keep growing. Now, you went with your husband on a date. On a date. Do you see taking your going back or your kids? You Andrew, how old is Andrew? Andrew Nine? is 11 now. Oh, Girl, oh, you oh, so lost he's, two, three he's, years. he's ready. He's ready. He's ready, yes. Yeah. So he's going to be going in the next week. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take Andrew. And I may just let him go on a man date with his dad. Because sure. I heard one of the quotes in the movie. In, in the movie, it said, if a father has not prepared his son uh, for after he dies, then he's failed as a dad. And I looked at my husband. He was like, oh, wow, I got to get it together. No, I was just going to say. I hate it if a mother, the mother's quote, too. I'm like, we got to work. Girl, got we got some do. homework to do. I know. Yeah. Oh, my word. All right. Is, are there any other great movies that you've seen lately? But like, they're they all don't cartoons. involve cartoons. Yeah. Everything yeah. is a cartoon. Did you like Coco? Girl, we loved Coco. The music. My kids were up dancing in the aisle. I loved. Did you see Coco? No. Okay, that's I right. Don't you don't see go. That's right. Okay. I don't see. Julia's done her time yeah, in the animated time. movie world. I, but, I, but she's some on, of them. She's I on probation. Watched, yeah, I watched some of them lately. Did you see Paddington too? No, I did not. That one I want to see. Okay. I, that's not true animation. Yeah. <laughs> she says Julia a can text. handle some animation in her mm, movies, but not, the total complete animated experience. Girl, I can't wait. I can't wait till I do my time and I'm out. No, it. you just... See them over and over and over again. And then after you see it at the movies, then you have to get it as soon as it comes on the DVD and you play it in the car and oh. you play it at home. And then, yeah. Thank, thank goodness we didn't play them in the car back then. That would have just been <laughs> one more way the kids would have controlled my life. No, we're listening to what I want to listen to. Exactly. I know. Oh, thanks, honey. It was so good oh, to see so you. Oh, it was so good to see you. You look fantastic, by for the dri- way. Well, thank you. So do you, honey. Mm. So do you. Oh, good Lord. All right, when we come back... We've got Elizabeth Reese to do the Dirt Alert. This was really special, so thanks for diving in and giving us Oh, I your love you, my sisters. Resume. I'm home. This is my home. What are you talking about? I love being home. Love y'all. Love you, Uncle Donnie. Love you too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, we'll be right back. Life. Thank you. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, All right, Elizabeth. Hi, Julia. Hi, Holly. Hi. Hello, Donnie. Can you believe Lori is stranded in Kona? You guys, I mean, Emily Engberg, our Twin Cities Live reporter, she's stranded in the Bahamas. I feel so bad for these people. Marooned in paradise. But listen to this, because Jason was stranded in Orlando. I know. We were were stranded in Fargo. There's a lot of this going on this year. It really seems like the last few weeks, because Emily was stranded in L.A. when (gasps) that Jason stranding happened, too. It's all, man. That's the problem. I think you just have so much 
many flights when one, it doesn't matter where you are. Right. It's just if, when yes. one thing happens, it's like, oh, my plane can't make it in from wherever. It takes right. over the whole system. Well, I think Fergie is wishing that there were oh. more stories like that instead but, of all eyes on her today. She's apologizing for her NBA All-Star National Anthem. It was painful. It was horrible. she doesn't need to apologize for it. Well, here's what she said, and this kind of made me feel so sad for her. She said, I've always been honored and proud to perform the National Anthem, and last night I wanted to try something special for the NBA. I'm a risk taker artistically, but clearly this rendition didn't strike the intended tone. I love this country and honestly tried my best. Oh, well, she gave well, it the old college try. I know, yeah. but I would have played that rendition in front of an honest person first. You need to have not all yes people around exactly. you. Exactly. You definitely need to have people yeah, who are saying this point. isn't good. It's always good, too, yeah. to even, like, record yourself and then watch it. I mean, there, it is easy, <laughs> I think, to get out of touch with reality. And I feel like Fergie's about Fergie. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, of course she is. That's her thing. I know, yeah. but, but you know, she tried to come out with that album that flopped. Well, she did. Big it flopped time. and... I know. I know. And then she broke up with Josh Duhamel. So he showed up uh, at her house with a bouquet of roses and their son. Oh, and, that's sweet. Which was really, really sweet. Apparently he dropped off the little boy to cheer up Fergie. Um, oh, that's sweet. And then he left then the house after just a few minutes. And posted it. Well, she, well the paparazzi busted him uh-huh. yeah, and he was there and, yeah. you know, just looking oh so good. But I feel sad for her. I mean, we've all done things that haven't gone as absolutely. planned. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I I am sure I think I had a performance in a play in middle school that just did not go great. And, really? You know, you can always look back and think, what could I have done? Maybe if I wouldn't have surrounded myself with so many yes people in the seventh grade. Honestly, Elizabeth, it's really, it's really it started issue. young for you, didn't it? <laughs> oh, really? When you're just hanging out with your mom and dad all the time. That they'll tell you that you're special. And then <laughs> you get right. out into the world and, and then, you realize it's not necessarily always the case. That's Elizabeth, right. Elizabeth, you are great, Elizabeth. You can do <laughs> anything you want to do. All you have to do is put your mind to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, you can't. <laughs> Actually, you can't. Uh, but yeah, Fergie really didn't think anything was wrong with uh, the performance at the time. She and Shaq, just... Shaq did say, because um, he was um, one of the commentators at the NBA All-Star Game, he said, um, oh, Fergie... I think I need a cigarette I after know, that. I know. Well, it was very sultry. Yeah. It was like a sexy, jazzy rendition. Yeah, yeah sexy in loose terms, because I don't know if we can necessarily classify that performance as sexy. No, it was like an attempt to be sexy. Yeah, it and was then... like a middle schooler's idea of what it would mean to be sexy after watching a few, like, <laughs> Jessica Rabbit cartoons. That's because, Holly, things. it's the star, you know, it's the national anthems. The star spangled. It's not a sexy, so there's nothing no, sexy there's about not, it. No, there's not I like at to, all. I like to keep it real when people sing that. I, I feel I 100% like, I'm a purist. I don't Totally. How do you feel, Holly? Do you mind when people, you know, mess with it? Not really, but if you're going to mess with it, you got to be confident and know. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That you're going to do it well. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It doesn't need to be sexified. I no, feel like never. sexy does not need to be an adjective involved with the Star Spangled Banner. It's like a, it's like that and then like a hymn. Those don't yeah. belong to me. Yeah. You shouldn't sexify a hymn. Oh, yeah. please. <laughs> right? Because yeah. like how great you up are. on eagle, Eagle's yeah. Wing. Yeah. No. She better stay away from Amazing Grace. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Wow. Goodness. That's a good one. Uh, Colin Quinn is thanking his friends and his fans because they've been wishing him well. He recovered after, uh, he's recovering after suffering a heart attack last week. You're kidding me. No, I he's didn't young. see this anywhere. Either he's 58. Um, well, I'm glad that I wasn't the only one that missed it because he broke the news on Valentine's Day, which, of course, was the Florida shooting. So this is why yeah. we didn't hear anything about this. But he talked yeah. about it in a series of social media posts. Um, he said, my heart broke on Valentine's Day. Literally, I am currently doing well, although if I dropped dead, you would see a funeral like Al Capone. And he did say, uh, I guess this heart attack has really made me reflect. You know, we aren't guaranteed tomorrow or you really think about it. So there you oh, go. He I said he's doing well. Good. All good. right. Yeah. Colin Quinn, 58 years old. Okay. Wow. What do you guys think about this Kate Middleton thing in this dress? Okay. At the BAFTAs. I'm so okay with her it's wearing a, a hunter green dress. She is supposed to remain neutral. And she's pregnant. It's a she non-controversy controversy. This is what I think. Okay. So there's a Royals expert who's talking to TMZ about this, who says that the Duchess of Cambridge was in a no-win situation on Sunday with her wardrobe cho- choice. So if you missed it, she was at the BAFTAs. Uh, they did, all of the women there did the same thing that they did at the Golden Globes, which is wear all black. So what Kate Middleton wore was a dark green dress and she was criticized for going against the dress code, but apparently her dress was likely ordered months ago and custom made with her pregnancy in mind. The dress would have been chosen way before the Time's Up buzz began. Now, that being said, I think the Duchess of Cambridge probably has access to a quick She could have changed it, but again, they are not supposed to make political statements. Didn't she have a black band around black velvet underneath her bosom? It was an empire empire race. She wasn't wearing like sparkly silver sequins or something. No, no, it's not like she really stood out. But I think that Julie and I were talking about this last week. And I think that we kind of came to the consensus about what Duchess Kate would be wearing to the BAFTAs and that it wouldn't be black. We're totally okay with that. But there would maybe be a black accessory or a little something to let people know that, yes, she hears them and maybe possibly she's with them. But she's not going to dress in all black. Yeah, they can't. And pregnant people always get a pass on everything. So thank you. (laughs) And it was a lovely Jenny Packham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Camilla Mendez, who is on Riverdale. She plays Veronica. She's talking about her battles with eating disorders and says she's done with dieting. She's 23 years old. Uh, She says she decided to change her mindset after talking to a naturopath about her anxiety about food and obsession with dieting. And she says that this naturopath phrased a pivotal question. um, And the question was, what other things could you be thinking about if you didn't spend all your time thinking about your diet? That's like the best thing anyone's ever said. It mm-hmm. is a really good thing to ask. That's why I bring it up. And Mendez went on to say, I suddenly remembered all the activities I love that used to occupy my time. And at some point in my life, I allowed my obsession with being thin to consume me. And I refused to make room in my mind for any other concerns. Okay, this yeah. is, the, Elizabeth, this is just weird. I got this from a friend yesterday. Imagine if we obsessed over the things we loved about ourselves 
right yeah. instead of the Ooh. things we hated about the ourselves. <laughs> then I wouldn't hate myself. I know, but oh, I'm going to be that, that was Kenny's. This is free therapy right now. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> if we obsessed over the things we loved about ourselves. Well, this is another thing that she went on to say, and this is uh, the girl who plays Veronica in Riverdale. Yeah. She says, "I'm." It, it was a very She's, lovely, long Instagram post. Yeah. And she wrote, I'm done believing in the idea that there's a thinner, happier version of me on the other side of all the tireless effort. You know, she's young, and how lucky for her at 23 years old to know that. Her hashtag is done with dieting. That took Good. me a long, Good for so much longer because everything was going to be better when I lost 10 pounds. Well, yeah. It's always going to be better if you lost 10 pounds and always better if you had 10,000 more dollars, right? I never mm-hmm. even went for the money. You just went for the weight. <laughs> you just went for the pounds. I Sometimes did. I think things would be better if I had 10 more minutes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It depends on where you are at in your life. Where you are, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, Justin Thoreau has dropped out of his late show with Stephen Colbert appearance following his split from Jennifer Aniston. This probably is not that surprising. No. A roster was released today and his name was not present. And they announced on Thursday, February 15th, that they were separating after seven years together. It sounded like he wanted it more than her, though. I know. Yeah, I think so. I think she's probably just set in her ways, and she likes to hang out in California with her girlfriends and go she, to Cabo and uh, drink yes. margaritas. And he wants to wear combat boots. And, and that's she totally doesn't. Fine. Yes, exactly. She just wants to wear uh, espadrille wedges that's and boot-cut jeans. Espadrille wedges <laughs> and combat boots don't mix, Holly. I mean, let's. Uh, we learned a lot in this Dirt Alert today. <laughs> we sure did. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks, friends. All right, so when we come back for Sex Monday, um, we're going to give the men some advice out there. What do women really want in bed? Kenny, of course, knows. but we'll... To be left alone? <laughs> it's pretty high on the list. We'll be back. This one's fun. Let's, let's talk about sex. Now, let's, let's talk, talk about, about sex. sex. Now, to the at home All right, Julia. What do you got for us? All right, let's get at it, people. What do women really want in men? In men. <laughs> this or is a in, big topic. Or in bed. Oh, or, okay, <laughs> Just, or both. What do women want from men in bed? Is that what we're talking about? Pretty much. Oh. All right. Okay, this is a poll of 2,700 women. And um, this has been um, rolled into these results. We can thank Men's Health Magazine. Thank you, Men's Health Magazine. For giving us this. So if you were to say one of the four things that you think women want in bed... Or women want in a sex way for men, what do you think it is? Well, I think they at least want an orgasm, right? That's that's a given. That's, that's a, a given. given. So okay, that's, so this that's, is that's a given. It's not we it's not even on the list. It isn't. Uh Something. they want touching. Like touching all over. Mm. Okay. Not they, just in one spot. Okay, mm-hmm. they want touching all over, but they want it with a blindfold on. What? Um, what? Women, <laughs> this is number four. What? This comes in at number four. 58% of women said they have fantasized about being blind, blindfolded during sex. Um, besides the sexiness of trust and dominance, being blind, blindfolded amplifies everything. All of a sudden, unexpected touches, kisses create waves of pleasure that can turbocharge your arousal. The anticipation of co- what's coming next, you don't know where it's going to be, uh-huh. you don't know what it's going to be. But gentlemen, check in every once in a while to make sure that the person that you've blindfolded is okay. Well, this is something that's easy to change. Mm-hmm. Just uh, grab a tie the next time you're getting frisky. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good one. Okay. okay, number three. Now, this one I think is an interesting one. So we're going up to number one, what women want the most. Okay? Yeah. So coming in at number three is 63% of women 
fantasize about their significant other using a remote control sex toy on them. What kind of list is this, Julia? Julia? Where did you source this? Is this what, like, superfluous things that people want in bed? No, this is from Men's Health. Mm -hmm. Um, They they surveyed 2,700 women and said, what are kind of your fantasies and what do you want more of? Oh, so what are these fantasies? What do you want more of? Mm -hmm. Okay, What do you want more of? So women uh, want to wear... um, the remote control vibrator, vibrator in their pants. and have the gentleman <laughs> via smartphone app. Um, oh, I see. Turn it, on. turn it on. Now, do they want this just in bed, or no, do they want no, to no, wear no. it in the office? Really? This and is then the man... this is when you're at work, when you're in public, giving your partner control over your pleasure is incredibly sexy. Helping her get off when no one else knows. So maybe while she's at the office, or maybe you're at um, dinner and. You know, she's on the other side of the table. Whatever, whatever. Uh, but okay. that's something that women find. Hmm. There's an app for that. Mm-hmm. I'm more than Now, positive. number two. Now, this weighs in at 70% of women. And I think everyone goes through this at one point in their life, depending on your age. 70% of women said they'd be interested in going to a strip club with their partner. Uh, to spice things up, mm-hmm. to have a little dinner oh, and a show, get some. You don't lunch, get 70%. strip clubs, no dinner. You get the lunch special wings, Julia. Do you? Go. I don't remember yes, do. ever <laughs> eating at a sex get a, club. Get, a, get an all you can I eat don't the buffet. Yeah. I don't even remember yeah. them having food. Oh, um, but they said, um, "Oh God, I'll never forget." I was calling on one of my first one of my first jobs working for the Twin Cities Reader, which is like City Pages, and yeah. I had St. Paul, and I was calling on the pain reliever. Oh God, the pain <laughs> the reliever. P a y n e. Yes, and they allowed women to wear nothing, but they were behind plexiglass. Do you remember mm. that? And I remember going in there. I had no idea it was ah! a strip club. Did you call them first, or you just went cold call, like walked just, in? You didn't even telephone them. I don't think I did. I just was walking up and down my. Your my beat? ads, my beat, and I went in there and I'm like, oh my word, it's a sex club. Because half of it, they had live bands and the other half was a sex club. And so I'm like, oh, boy. it was so funny. Hello. And then I'm like, mom, you wouldn't believe where I went today. <laughs> I saw everything. I did. All right. So, but a lot of couples, they say hiking to a strip club is a safe way to explore some other things, you know. Yes. It's just to see, you know, the openness. Now, coming in at number one, and this is what women want more men or their significant other to do in bed with them from a fantasy standpoint. 81% of women said they want their partner to talk more dirty. Just talk dirty. Your brain is the most powerful sex organ. Dirty talk is a creative way to stimulate. It and if it's just if it's uncomfortable, just start out with saying what feels good, what you like, what you don't like. But I think uh, women like to hear this from men. Just vocalize something mm-hmm. besides grunts, mm-hmm. <laughs> coughs, whatever. Coughs. Say something. Just, just, just say something, say something. besides. Your- <laughs> say something. Cough. You know. You're hot. This is hot. I yes. like it like this. It, I've never done this before. Uh, my gosh. God, I love that position. Oh it my gosh. Have Your to be hands feel great. Woo! It's easy. But just do it. Women want that. Okay. All right. Now, Donnie, have I helped you? <laughs> this was all Because you're the only man in the room. I, uh, I took notes. Okay. And here yeah. are the There'll biggest turnoffs. Like turn offs. Big, big red oh, flags. Well, we need to know oh, those to okay. And this is out. according to match.com. Um, Number coming in at number four, which I think should be number one. If you're a bad kisser, forget it. 
Oh, no that. one wants it. No. It's a red flag. No. You know, if you have zero chemistry with someone pretty much after mm-hmm. the first kiss. That mm-hmm. goes both ways. I just like to I, say. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. These are turnoffs in bed. All right. Um, if you have little movement. Little movement. Little mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. Just a, a little thrusty thrust and a little to the <laughs> side just, and yeah. a little bit of that. Yeah. Forget it. Forget if it, you have <laughs> no passion whatsoever. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, you just mm-hmm. can't toss it in. Nope, you can't. Thrust thrust. And if you talk too much. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so then now you have to find, now it is on the men to find the balance between not talking at all and then talking too much. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Find that nice that's little balance. sweet yep. spot yep. in the middle. Yep, you know yep, what I mean. yep. All right, now this is um, this is good news, people. Yay! Fifty-two um, percent of people over sixty-five years old feel like they don't have enough sex, and they would like to have more. Researchers found that sixty-five-year-olds are le- they don't want to mess around with that three-date rule. Let's go out three dates, and maybe you know we could sleep Time's together. Times a ticking. Times a ticking. Nearly one third say they're they let's have sex on the first date. Things could happen tomorrow. Let's go. Let's mm-hmm. go. But one of the problems with this age group is they are not using condoms. That's right, so, STDs. So use a condom. Uh, over 10, one in 10 people over 75 said, you know, since they turned 65, they've had a ton of sex partners. Of They're course. still in the dating game. It yeah, doesn't yes. end. Uh, Lucy, who's the director of Independent Age, says age is no barrier to having a sex life. A lot of older people are more sexually active than people think. Hell yeah. Um, strong relationships are important later in life. The ideas about friendship, romance, and intimacy change throughout yes. life. But you know what? People still want to have a good sex life. And some of the people in this survey, not some, match singles in America in a recent survey found that your sex life reaches its peak in its 60s. Yeah. Now, when we started Woo. this show, it used to be in your 30s for women and men. It was like 22. Uh, so this is ago. such great news. Mm-hmm. Um, single women say they have the best sex at 66 years old, while men at 64 if they have medication. Let's, you just leave the baggage you know. behind. You do. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're free. Yes. It doesn't matter what you think about me. I think sometimes when you're in it for solo meal, you try harder. You do different things. You don't care what you look like. It's awesome. No, you don't have the same body issues. No. No. And um, this is yet in another survey. How often do couples need to have sex a week to be happy? I thought it was just once a week. It is, is that still staying true? Mm-hmm. It still is once a once week. Once a week. Mm-hmm. Once a week. Put it in the calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the mm-hmm. calendar. I don't know. And you can put a little uh, heart sticker yeah. next to it. Is if that you want it? To. Yeah, that's really erotic. Do you have a calendar? Julia, do you really have erotic. a calendar? Yes, I have a Google calendar. I know, but I think Lori and I are the only mm-hmm. people I know who have paper calendars. I have still. a see, Julia. Side note: I have a paper calendar. It's in my bag, but I never write anything in it. Oh, I have to use it because I, so many times I'm on my. You're on your cell phone trying to make appointments, and you have to toggle back and forth. Too much work. I know. And I like to look at my week. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I even bought a pretty one. It has animals and and flowers on it. They keep getting. We love these things. I went for an entire year using Google Calendar, and I'll never do it again. You're you're done. You're it was over too it. Much. It was too much. All right. Have we taught anybody anything, Donald? Uh, Donald. I would like to think that we have helped people out there today at Radio Land. I, I think, think so. Other information? Yes. All right, when we come back, uh, the, the rest of the headlines.
All right, welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Lorene will be back tomorrow. She really was delayed in a massive rainstorm last night on the island of Kona, this the big island. Uh, it, actually, the town of Kona on the big island. And uh, she was bombed, if you can believe it. She's been gone a long time. She has. Mm-hmm. She's been gone a long time. Okay, so last week we listened to Frank uh, Ocean's cover of Moon River. Yes, yes. it was and, quite lovely. And this weekend, it earned more than 800,000 on-demand audio and video streams. Chili, what's going on? Oh. Frank, I have it, Danny, if oh, you, you can't it? find it. Well, okay. you can no, find it. Because otherwise we have to listen to it. It's really nice. Yeah, we, it's quite lovely. It's, it's really nice. I want to let people know that I'm um, embarrassing myself more than I usually do and got talked into doing something for charity. Um, Date for Life is an event uh, raising money for Children's Cancer Research Fund, finding um, dedicated to finding a cure for childhood cancer. And this event, Date for Life, is an incredible night for an amazing cause, and they Ask Twin Cities eligible bachelors and bachelorettes to participate. It's going to be on Thursday night, a week from this Thursday night, March 1st. And um, everybody can go. It's $45 is general admission. There's complimentary hors d'oeuvres. Of yes. course, it's for charity for children's cancer research. It is at the um, the event center. It's called the um, Minneapolis, the view at the Minneapolis event center, which is over by River Riverside. Um Okay, I don't You know, right area. over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Stephanie March is emceeing it, so it'll be a fun night. And then there's kind of really cool um, packages that are put together. Like my package, I'm not going to tell you what it is in advance. Oh, so when you bid on the people that you want to date, it's, they have the date all set for the, you. Our, the date with me is already set up. It, oh. It's set up, yes. so you know what's happening. Whoa. But yes. it's a secret, so you have I, to go to Date for Life to find out if you want to bid know. on a date with Julia. Mm. What my Are you date? happy mm. with your date? Yes. Where you, whatever it is you're doing? I'm not, I can't talk no, about it. I know it. you can't, but you're happy with what they've arranged for you. Yeah. So when people okay. bid on you, they're going to have a good time with you. Naturally. Is that even a question? Come on. Naturally. Come on. Well, tickets are $45, $85, and $500. But it's all going to reserve a table. Yes. Well, if you reserve a table, but it's all going to Children's Cancer Research Fund. So it's great. But it's. I know. And so people are. um, Yeah, it'd be nice to have support. So come, people. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to have support. It really would be nice to have some friendly faces there. And I've heard people who've gone to this before, and it really is actually a very fun night. I'm sure. I have no idea what I'm going to wear yet or anything. It's okay. um, You have plenty of time to curate your outfit. Yeah, I looked over the weekend. I'm I'm struggling. All right, I'll find something, though, of course, because it isn't about me. It's It's about the... Kids. Doing it for the kids. About the kids. Yes. And raising money for charity. So that will be kind of a fun night. I have to tell you, I saw two movies this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them was Miss Sloan. Have you guys seen that with Jessica Chastain? No, No, I have not. It is so good. You like Jessica Chastain. Well, she, it kind of reminded me a little bit of. Miss Molly, what Molly's Molly's game, game. because she's narrating it and she's like a high, high profile lobbyist, Mm -hmm. smart as a whip. And it's a very, it's just good. It's smart. It's fast. It's on, um, I think it's for free if you have Amazon Prime. Oh, Oh, great. Yeah. I watched it there this weekend. Then I also, my mother called me and um, I've shared a little bit. My mom had a stroke at the end of um, September and she had global aphasia which means that you can't talk very well words. So she's relearning words Yeah, and numbers is kind of 
really hard and she's doing so fantastic we had a great meeting with the doctor and she's come so far and working so hard but she called me yesterday jules you know and she she's getting there she's coming back it's just so amazing the miracle and she's like jules jules i've got a new show and i'm like okay and we've been playing you know word salad you know um, you trying to understand yes we have mm-hmm. been playing charades since oh, i see since since october 1st basically okay. sure sounds like is this a person place or thing is this one of your kids is this this you know we've been doing all that and she's just been such a great happy person trying so hard to work and i know she wouldn't be upset with me talking about her this way but mm-hmm. so we're playing our you know word salad and so she's like you've got i've got a, the best new show mira and i'm like Mita, how do you Mita. Spe- how do you spell that? M I, you know, and so the spelling's hard, and then we get to it, and I said Mitri, and I said, okay, what's it on Netflix? And we get out Netflix. Yes. And then I'm like, and then she's like, it's Frida, and then I'm like, well, how do you spell that? And then because spelling's really hard. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. It's amazing letters. what you can recall and what you can't recall, but letters yeah. are really hard, and like she couldn't. Now read things, but she couldn't say that's a door. It's abstract. It's, it's putting the just words with amazing the when your brain blows up. I mean, yeah. she infected three lobes in her, and she is such a trooper. So was she watching the movie Frida with some no, hype? No, no, we're not no, there yet. Not oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, we're so still we're playing it. Frida, Frida. Netflix. Netflix. But she was right. It's Rita. Rita. It's Rita. It's a Danish show on Netflix, and, and we just... We we got there, but it really was the first word she said, but I just didn't Rita. understand it. And it's Rita, and it's a Danish show about a school teacher, Rita. And I w- obsessively watched it yesterday, but I think I started in the latest season. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so good. So it's about a school teacher. And just her, she's got three kids, and her qu- she's quirky, and she doesn't like to conform, and what goes on at the school. It's really good. Okay. All right. Cool. I really liked it. Nice. So that was kind Rita. of fun. All right. And then one more thing I watched, and I'm just going to share instead of do headlines, is, I, I don't know, Donnie, I'm sure you've heard of him, and I think everyone remembers the Ice Bucket Challenge, but it, mm. Steve Gleason was a guy that got ALS. He used to be a player, defensive player with the St. Louis, um, uh, not St. Louis, excuse me, the Saints. New the New Orleans, Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints. Yeah. And he had a famous play with the very first game that they went back in the New Orleans mm-hmm. stadium after hurricane, um, the hurricane down there. Katrina? Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, he blocked a punt and he was just this great guy. He's this great guy and he got ALS a couple years after yeah. he quit yeah. football. And he, he and his wife, Michelle, have documented, video documented his entire... Oh, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's entire, called Gleason, It's right? called Gleason. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. of this it too. It is so powerful watching his uh, journey with ALS. He is still alive. Mm-hmm. You know, ALS, I we had a close family member that passed away. He was 45. It was my cousin's husband, and he got it, and he was gone in like two years. Yeah, But he is still alive, and his journey, and it's just amazing. It's an amazing, an amazing documentary called Steve Gleason. It's, I think it's just called Gleason. Just Gleason and yeah. it's on Netflix. It's so good. Did you watch the entire thing? Yep. Awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, It's just kind of one of those... And it's all video, um, his doing videos. Home videos. So there's videos. no crew documenting him, and it's just him. He has a big charity, the Ice Bucket Challenge. They yes. started. He does great thing. And where I was going full circle with this is we got my mom this speech machine that would help her talk, and it took forever to get it. But because of his law, 
Medicare, the government wanted to stop paying for people who have ALS and speech problems Mm -hmm. to use these machines. And he passed a law. It's called the Gleason Act. And it's allowing people with complications with speech and communications to be able to have it. Great. And your mom has one? She does. And it helps her out? Well, we just got it. Now we have to program it. it, Well, two months too late as far as I'm concerned, but we'll get there. You'll get to read it a little bit quicker. Yeah, but it's just (laughs) kind of an amazing, those are a couple really good shows. Cool, thanks. All right, that's, gosh, there we go. And they're longer than 20 minutes and I still liked them. Thanks, Holly, for sitting in for Lori. Lori will be back tomorrow, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks, Donnie. Drive safe. We'll be back tomorrow.